I'm Jenny. I'm Joe. And this is Progress Prompts, where we believe there are two pillars to meaningful progress, knowing and loving who you are and living in alignment with that. But we know that's easier said than done, so join us for some honest Q&D today. We definitely don't have all the answers, but we've got you covered on the prompts. How's it going? We missed you. How are you? Doing good. You're doing good? Yeah. <laughs> are you asking me? I was not, but I'm glad you're doing good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Great. I hope our listeners are doing good, and we are so glad you're here. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. I think it's your turn for a confession. Okay. Um, let me just give you my confession by telling our listeners a story that happens every day after dinner. <laughs> so our routine at night is that we eat dinner and then the kids go and clean their room and then take a bath. So I put them in the bath, I wash their hair, I let them play for a little while with toys in the bath, and then once I finish, you know, doing what I got to do, either finishing cleaning their room or getting their jammies out or whatever. I go and I tell them, okay, kids, five minutes. And then they always want 10 minutes because they want more time. I'm totally okay with the 10 minutes, but I start them out at five minutes because I know then I, then they'll ask for the 10 and they'll think they're getting something. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sneaky parenting trick. Yeah. So I totally bargain with my children, but they don't know that. And that's your confession? Yeah, that's my confession. But our daughter's starting to figure it out. Yeah, because she says, no, 10. And, like, she just expects it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she doesn't say no, 10 as if she's asking. She says no, 10 like, no, 10, you silly dad. <laughs> yep, so I'm going to have to adjust my strategy, I think. But Anyway, so that's that's my confession for today. I like it. Do you have a question for us today? So my question, well, let me just preface this by saying I think that fear and uncertainty has been a major theme of the past 14 months or so, maybe more than that, probably more than that. Everybody in general, right? Um, You got COVID, you got elections, you got civil unrest, you got all kinds of things going on. And I think that fear has been a major component of that and not that fear or uncertainty is necessarily unjustified but I think that it's in some cases been used to manipulate people and you know going all sorts of directions and and things so what I thought my question would be is I think one of the ways that you can combat fear is by laughing at it a little bit (laughs) so here's my question and you can choose Well, one of them is more of a silly question and one of them is more a serious question, but still kind of a positive one. Um, And you can choose which one you want to answer. Okay. So question option one is, what is the most ridiculous thing that you've ever been afraid of and why? And question option number two is, what is something you've been afraid of in the past that you've overcome and how did you overcome that? 
Oh, I like both of those. You can answer both if you want. Okay, well, the most ridiculous thing I've ever been afraid of, I hate so much, is all things bugs. Literally. And this is why I thought you were laughing at me, because just yesterday we were reading stories to the kids. Oh yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> And out of the corner of my eye, I saw something move, and I screamed, and I freaked out, and it was just a piece of hair. But... Because you know when hair gets all crumpled up and it looks like a bug, but it's not a bug. It's just a crumpled up piece of hair. <laughs> right? Somebody please tell me you know what I'm talking about. And I thought it was a bug, but it was not a bug. It was a piece of hair. So... Didn't it like just brush your arm or something? And... Yeah, well, no, it was like a gust of wind, okay? That was the scary part is it moved on its own. So it was not just a piece of hair that was sitting there. It was a piece of hair that was moving on its own. So of course I thought it was a spider, you guys, okay? And I hate spiders, I hate bugs. But I think the worst, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on previous episodes of the podcast, because literally for days, crying, angry, praying for miracles, Jenny, I was just so scared of these sugar ants in our house. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I hate bugs so much. And there were ants all over our sink, all over our countertops. And our house was clean. I cleaned it like a crazy person. I would mop every single night. I would get all of the crumbs. I would disinfect the countertops every night. And they would still come and I just had no idea how to get rid of them. And we spray regularly. Oh. Anyway, I finally found this stuff. So if this ever happens to you and you live in desert areas, Amdro Perimeter Block. It works really good. 14 bucks on Amazon. It works like a charm. My neighbor showed it to me. And it's like heavy duty stuff that you... <laughs> It's pretty aggressive, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> At that point in my life, I was done trying the all-natural peppermint spray. <laughs> yeah, peppermint spray just doesn't work. I'm sorry. If, oh, if you're one of those people, like, it just so doesn't That's so rude. Work. Okay, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to trying it, but I, I start with the least aggressive, and then I progress. And that's what I do in health matters as well. Because I've mentioned before that I have like migraine stuff, but that's my philosophy. I'm not against trying natural whatever methods. It's just that I start with the least aggressive and then I keep going if that doesn't work. And so. Yeah. To be fair, ants are really like really difficult to get rid of. These like, ones particularly because they were, yeah. they're smaller than the regular sized ants so they can get into everything any little crack yeah and they do and they're very opportunistic like you leave like one little drop of sugar out and you're gonna have them but yeah like we didn't even have anything out at that point because i was cleaning the counters meticulously but they would get into our sink i i had to clean out the dishes every night and they would get into the dishwasher. It was insane. It was insane. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that part of my life is over. And what really got rid of them in the end, the perimeter block kind of worked. 
but really it was just winter. Yeah, well, I think it was a combination of that we, you know, our house, like, we had no landscaping at all done. Um, And so I think it was a combination. It was right when we moved in. Yeah, I think it was a combination of actually going and, like, removing all of the grass and natural plants and things that were there surrounding the house and then the perimeter block and then you know winter came along finally although they kind of had gone away by the time winter really like set in he thinks so because he thinks that five to ten ants is not a big deal but when (laughs) when they're in my dresser and on my nightstand and like no it's still a big deal and this is why like and we baited them he too. was over it by that time because he's like for the most part they're gone and i'm like honey they're still in my house it is not okay it is not okay that they're mostly gone when there's like a, a family of them that still wants to live in my home it's not okay ah and this is what, this is all a long way of saying that my ridiculous fear is and will always be bugs. And I hate them. I hate them so much. <sighs> and we have some weird bugs here. Like, um. The cow killer ant. Yeah, that first summer we were here. Um, so cow killer ants. Um, that's a fun one. I just feel like I'm going to have nightmares now. I think we should move on to your fear because I'm starting to get a rapid heartbeat. Okay. I just want to list a couple of other things you're that people so, should Google so, so that they can get sufficiently creeped out and appreciate your fear. So cow killer ants, go look those up. Um, Jerusalem crickets. If you're, if you have an iron stomach, you can look at Jerusalem crickets. Tarantulas, we've had a few of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we have some fun bugs. It's not fun, guys. Anyway, <laughs> Jenny's plugging your ears. I think I better stop. Oh, that's all. Those are all the things I'm afraid of. So, option two, fear that I have overcome. I think I'm less afraid of making new friends. It's still scary. I've mentioned before how antisocial I am, but I will text people and say hi to people that I don't know (laughs) very well and I'm getting better at it and I'm grateful for the people that I've met that way so yeah good there you go yeah what are yours okay well I'm gonna go with option two first because I'm having a hard I think all of my fears are totally rational (laughs) whatever you're so rude (laughs) (laughs) no um I, well, the first thing that came to mind was with option two is uh, I've always had a fear of getting up in front of people, whether it's like public speaking or performing, you know, something. I used to take violin lessons when I was in middle school and high school, well, elementary through high school, basically. And so I would have to perform and that would always make me really, really nervous. So... How did I end up being a school teacher <laughs> where <laughs> I have to podcaster. get up in front of people every day for my job? Uh, anyway, I don't know. Um, but I think I'm not afraid of that at all anymore. Like if it's a really big group of people or some kind of really important thing, like, yeah, I get a little bit of butterflies. But like once I get rolling, like I'm not, you know, it's comfortable for me now to get up in front of people, which is just, my younger self couldn't have even imagined that, being comfortable getting up in front of people. 
But I think, honestly, it's just been doing it a lot that has made me get used to it. And also practicing by making sure that I have everything planned out was really helpful, that practice part of it. Because then I could at least, you know, I had a crutch to lean on. Oh, okay, I'll look at my notes and I've got this, you know, and, and everything. Or, you know, if I'm performing, I've practiced this. I don't actually have to think about playing it, you know. I just let the muscle memory take me and, mm -hmm. and it's all good, you know. So being prepared and then doing it a lot. And now I can get up in front of people off the cuff without being prepared and usually feel like pretty pretty good about it so that's anyway impressive and that's a fear for a lot of people I think is getting up in front of people and so that's how I have kind of overcome it so just doing it a lot and being prepared when you do it and I think it's not just overcoming the specific fear of public speaking or being in a setting like that but also getting used to feelings of discomfort and kind of practicing how you manage those. Yeah, and in fact, that whole practice element and exposure to the thing that makes you afraid, that's actually like, you know, when people have like real life full-blown phobias and stuff, that's one of the treatment modalities that they use is they start with a light trigger and then as you get used to that, they incorporate I don't know if light and heavy are the right words. I'm not a psychologist, but anyway, they start with, you know, lesser triggers and then work into bigger ones. And, and that's how they kind of help people overcome their phobias or, or get used to living with them or whatever. So, yeah, I think that's, there's something to that anyway. That just sounds horrible when I think about how much I hate bugs. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> There's no lesser trigger. We just need more ants in the house. That's no, all you need. Stop it. <laughs> as far as ridiculous fears go, I think my most ridiculous fear, and this isn't so much anymore, but it's still like, if I have to really go to the bathroom, like it's still something that comes into my mind. So when I was younger, I was cursed with what my dad refers to as the first bladder, which is a very small bladder. And I have no idea what the actual size of my bladder is relative to other people. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when I was younger, like first through third grade, I was potty trained, but I just couldn't hold it for like that long. When I had to go, I better go soon or release the river, you know? <laughs> um, and so, like, I would pee my pants in class sometimes because I was either too afraid to ask to go to the bathroom or I'd used up all my hall passes and <laughs> the teacher wouldn't let me go because they were convinced that I was just, That you know... is the worst. <laughs> if it was my teacher's fault, I would be so mad. Yeah, well, I'm sure the teacher would have, like, let me go if I, like, really had pushed it, but I wasn't... I've never, you know, been a very forceful personality, <laughs> you know, first grade me, like, if the teacher says no, I'm just gonna go say okay. <laughs> anyway, so, that's a fear of mine. Okay, I gotta go to the bathroom, I better go, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's not really that big of a deal now, but I think that's, like, always been peeing Life my pants. trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, there you go. Your turn, listeners. Let's hear it. Option one, what is your most ridiculous fear and why? And option two, what is a fear that you have overcome? 
Thanks for being a part of our conversation. We are so glad that you're here. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's prompt. Let us know at progressprompts.com or on Instagram at progressprompts. And if someone comes to mind while you're listening, please share the podcast with a friend. Word of mouth is the biggest compliment. See you next time. And remember, the secret to not caring what other people think about you, to more peace and less anxiety, and to being your best self for the people you love is to know and love who you are. Look at you singing Christmas songs before Thanksgiving. That wasn't a Christmas song. You know it was. No, because I was yes, singing about do. testing the mic. Nope, nope, nope. I'm rubbing off on you. Mm-hmm. I think it's your turn for your confession. Oh, all right. Well, aren't we going to say, hey, friends? Oh, <laughs> hey, friends. You'll probably have to talk more into the mic. Okay. Talking more into the mic. <laughs> Question option. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is already laughing at me because he thinks he knows the answer. I don't actually know the answer. I'm just kind of curious to hear what your answer is. How was that? Perfect. Good. Nailed it. Nailed it.